0: Welcome to Jada Alicia Speaks, Where Social Politics and Spirituality Intersects. Tonight's topic, Gaslighting and the Different Types of Gaslighting. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about gaslighting and there's a bunch of different kinds of gaslighting. A lot of people are using gaslighting in not a necessarily, excuse me, not necessarily in a, in the right context. Like in social media, I hear a lot of gas, um, instances where people are using the term gaslighting and it's not really, um, relative to the actual, what gaslighting really actually is. But there are different types of gaslighting. So even though some people using it in the wrong context, there's different types. And generally what gaslighting does is it, it, it tries to, or it seeks to convince someone that they're, what they're perceiving in their reality is not what they're perceiving. And this gaslighting is mostly a used in a, a narcissistic sense but not always because there's a more innocent form of gaslighting that I think this more innocent form is is really the most dangerous one which is what I, I encounter I, I deal with within my family and in general, and um, the next reason why it's really dangerous is that we 're all doing it. all people are doing it because of a few reasons and um, it's 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 really related to people not understanding the truth of who we are um collectively on a mental emotional level right so this kind of gaslighting happens because and and all people in some shape or form either Is doing it or has done it or you know uh, keeps doing it because we don't realize that we're doing something that is actually dysfunctional something that is is um, ultimately dysfunctional and um, traumatizing and damaging we continue to do it because of the ignorance of of what we're doing plus we can't afford to not do it because it serves a very big purpose. Okay? And this kind of gaslighting, I can't, to say that it becomes normal is a super understatement because it's not recognized. We don't know it's gaslighting. It's just a normal way of being for human beings on this planet. But it's related to the norms of 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 the social group of the family structure the norms of the norms of interacting with people the emotional exchange the psychological exchange the um, a bunch of different uh, and when you interact with people you know, there's this gaslighting that happens and we're doing it to each other and we don't know we're doing it to each other. It's a very, it's a very, um, creepy, insidious thing. (laughs) Those words, I mean, well, creepy is kind of a weird word to use to describe it, but still. Um... what happens is a family members end up gaslighting each other and gaslighting um most of the time they end up gaslighting who plays the role as the the person who plays the role as the the scapegoat in the family okay and the scapegoat you know is the scapegoat and 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 he or she is playing a certain role where they become this the person that everybody blames and that everybody shames and that everybody tries to to fix up everybody tries to fix them they they become the the defect of the family sometimes the scapegoat and the black sheep is the same person sometimes the, the black sheep is the problem child but most times because um, sometimes the problem child and and the golden child and the scapegoat can be the same person if they are, um, if if there's like a, a situation where there's an only child and the parent is doing this, is doing, um, is treating, is applying these, these, um, I don't know what to call them. The child become This only child becomes... These labels for the parent. Because the parents are narcissistic parents... And they only had one child. But sometimes... Two or more of these things could be... Could be for... Um, uh, one of the children... Uh, versus the other. Meaning... Meaning... Like one of the children could be one of the yeah one of the children could be uh the problem child and also the scapegoat and yeah and then the golden child is is a is another person but again you know all three could be in the same body as in the same child but they they this scapegoat child for the most part um, be end up being really gaslighted by the family because they are hurting her or him I'm just going to use her right now because I'm the scapegoat of my family and I, I, when I think about the scapegoat I, I it's just a reflection I, I see of myself they gaslight this child because they are They're hurting her and they're abusing her, but because in the society, there's a certain level of hurt and certain level of abuse and trauma that is accepted as normal. But what I believe is that whenever you're hurting somebody and abusing them, no matter how normal it is, there's a part of your mind that knows it's wrong. There's a part of your mind that knows it's traumatizing. That There's a part of your mind that knows you're hurting that person. And so... <clears throat> and so the reason why... Um, you continue to hurt them... Without knowing you're hurting them... Is because... You know, all that, all that, the the truth of what you're doing, you know, is a bunch of suppressed, unconscious, subconscious um, darkness that you're carrying inside of you, that you have um, disguised as something else, and that the family has disguised as something else, and that society has disguised as something else. I wish I could come up with good examples to explain this very thing right I I, I mean I could think about uh, an example in my own life but but I, I suck at coming up with examples Okay, so for for instance, right, my fa- my my father said to me that he didn't care about me anymore, right? And before that, he told me that me and him don't really have a certain any kind of relationship. The, what this is is a father who was pushing away his child from him. He don't associate. not. He don't want to associate with her deep down. Because she's the scapegoat, and I'm the scapegoat of the family. And when you're the scapegoat, what happens is you have parents, or one parent, um, oftentimes mo- both parents, don't identify with this child. This parent don't really see a lot of value in the child because the child is just so different. And the child might be a little eccentric, or whatever reason. Or And, and then they don't... They don't identify with that child. And so, from early on, that process began. And so, in my case, my father probably didn't really, he didn't really see a lot of value in me like he saw um, in my other siblings. Especially the two before that came right before me. And so and so um m- what my sister the last well pretty much all of them are doing it, but I'm just going to talk about the last interaction I had with the last sister. I was on the bus, and she called me, and then I was so noisy on the bus, you know, screaming at her, telling her how I felt about the situation. They feel as though I should continue to. To call my father and and tell him happy Father's Day, tell him happy birthday, interact with him even though he told me he don't care about me anymore. And because he apologized for it. But as far as I'm concerned, when you apologize for something like that especially, I mean, most of the time apologies in a society is bullshit anyway. But when you apologize for things like that, it's not because you're sometimes you're actually sorry about what you said because maybe you hurt the person but it doesn't mean that what you said you didn't mean it okay because to me that's some premeditated stuff if you find yourself saying that to your own child you mean it so they're telling me that I should just let it go and call him anyways and what they're doing is They're telling me to do this for a couple of reasons. One reason is. They don't want to. They don't want to deal with the discomfort of having. My father. um, Of having him. Become irate at them. And they have to sit and listen to the crap. Because of me. They don't want to deal with that. And the next thing is, is, you know, and some of that is coming from fear. It's like they're, they they're afraid that they're afraid that, um, if that's, you know, if that's going on with me, then he's going to take it out on them. And then the next thing is a kind of a, a kind of a envy, which they, they will never, um, uh, even they will never uh admit to i don 't even expect them to do to do that it 's a kind of an envy like if they feel like um i shouldn 't be doing that because they can't do it it's like they 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 they're deep down there is really so afraid of him that they can 't do that they can't cut him out of their lives and i 'm not saying that they want to or don 't want to that 's not that 's not the that 's not, not the point here. It's just that they feel as though, you know, I'm not supposed to be doing that because they, they wouldn't do that, and they can't do that. And that's their problem. So they want me to call, call him because I'm not supposed to have that kind of power. Who the hell do I think I, I am? They can't do it, so I shouldn't be able to do it. And so what they're doing is, what they're doing to me over the phone becomes a kind of a gaslighting. Because really what they're saying to me is, um, they're telling me to do something because they believe that something is the right thing to do. They're telling me to do something because they believe that something is the right thing to do. Right? Right? They believe it's the right thing to do, so um, they want me to believe that that's why they're doing it. But it's a kind of a gaslight, because that is not why they're doing it. So really, they're telling me that what I perceive and what is is not what is. What they're saying is true is actually what is true, because what they're they're not they don't want the darkness. They don't want the darkness that they they feel to actually come out. They they they're in denial that the true reason that I just explained is not the true reason, and it's actually because they they want me to call him because um he's our father, and we should always honor that. Which that's a whole another topic. I don't I don't even believe in keeping a relationship with a parent or anyone just because you're, you're related to them by blood. Because these people continue to hurt you, and um, you just keep them in your life because they brought you in this world. You know, that's, that's self-hatred, number one. You know, that's saying that I don't value my life enough to love myself enough to keep myself in a space where I'm going to keep myself away from people who hurt me. That is self-hatred and it's codependency. You know, you have to value your life enough to know that even if your parents are hurting you, you deserve to to find yourself. And you are, you have to love yourself enough to find yourself in a space where you aren't around people who are hurting you. Because you are deserving of better, you're deserving better. And so, that is one kind of a gaslighting, you see. And so, there's a clip I want to add here. I'm gonna put the clip. There's a, I recorded it on when I was on the street. So there was a lot of background noise. I mean, there's a lot of background noise in this one because, really, I don't have a, a place that I could go to record yet where I could just shut out the noise. And I don't have a car right now. I heard cars are good for shutting out noises when you're doing a podcast. But I don't have that yet. So just listen to this clip. So because it already exists inside of us and it has been exacerbated by by um, the societal expectation, these societal norms, the Bible and religion came in and causes us to separate both those things so we have this inherent darkness and then we separate the idea that we should be good and that we can be good and so we allow this idea and uh, to, to become distinct from the truth of the darkness right so there, there's two, already we're fragmented in that way. I mean, we're fragmented in general because of uh, trauma, but we become fragmented generally that way. And so now the this inherent darkness exists inside of us and it's still affecting our actions. But the idea that we should be good take over our consciousness and our conscious mind and convince us that this is who we are. Right? So from that space, from this this-is-who-we-are space, we decide that we're we're going to not be jealous and we're going to not be envious and we're going to be not lustful and we're going to be not um, vindictive and we're going to be all these not all the up op- the opposites of what is bad and what is sinful and what is not savory right and so we continue to be jealous we continue to be envious we continue to be all these deadly sins and everything else while we tell ourselves and we're all doing this and this is what the crazy thing we tell ourselves that we are not these things, and then we have it, that it's possible for us to not be these things, right? So we are these things. Okay, we're jealous, but on the surface, we say we're not jealous, and in front of everybody else, we say we're not jealous, and then everybody creates this collective sickness of this pretending thing. Which they don't know it's pretending because it's subconscious. The darkness is still subconscious. Right? So, everybody has this, on the surface, believe that they can be good. And they can, and they're not jealous. Um, and they're not these things. Meanwhile, they still are these things. So, it's like, I believe that about myself myself and i other people believe that about me and i believe that about other people and everybody is living this way where they um, to themselves they tell themselves that they're not a certain way and they tell over the years, the centuries and potentially millions of years, maybe thousands of years, maybe millions we've been doing this collectively and so now we are we are in a state of this living this perpetual lie, this this ongoing lying thing where we believe collectively that we are not bad and we, we are good and we can be good. And again, I'm not saying that we can't be good either. It's just that all the darkness that we believe don't exist inside of us, it exists inside of us. And all we're doing is convincing ourselves that we don't have it inside of us. And we're doing it in our own minds, and we're doing it in front of other people. So we all believe this about ourselves. So, based on what I just explained, they are gaslighting me so they won't have to see their own darkness. That darkness that exists inside of them, that exists inside of us, that we don't know exists inside of us, and is related to every every single kind of darkness and sin and 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 negative trait and narcissistic trait and um every dark quality that exists out there exists inside of all of us just to a different degree and so we don't know it's there but and so because we were programmed to Especially because we don't want to know that we're um, we're bad, because of this programming too. So, it's it continues to be there, and we 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 allow our conscious mind, and the indoctrination from from religious institutions and um, societal institutions, along with the way those things as as influence are already i want to believe that i am good ego to you know these things that influence us to believe that we we can actually choose maybe that's a better way to put it we could actually choose to not be bad like if we were jealous we could just Jealousy is a choice, and everything else is a choice, and everything is is either you have it in you or you don't. What we're not saying is that we all have these things inside of us. And um, we've adopted a belief system to make us believe that it's possible for us to not have it. So the people who we believe do have it, we condemn them, which is a gaslight in itself. We condemn them, and we point it out in other people, and we bash other people. And judge other people for be for being jealous. Meanwhile, we're jealous, and um, we're all doing this. And we're all, we all have this darkness, and we all believe we don't have it. We all have both these sides to us, that darkness that has every negative quality there is to have, um, and some of it is sitting in a state of potential. It doesn't mean that we're all inherent murderers. It just means that there's always a potential for us to to become a murderer. For you, there's always a potential of you killing somebody. So, so this is what um, my sisters is doing to me. My my whole family is doing to me, and this is a kind of a gaslighting. but like i said there's other times of there's other kinds of gaslighting that um is more overt that people um people talk about when they're talking about narcissistic abuse and they're talking about um personality disorders and they're talking about things like sociopathy and psychopathy right And these kind of a more overt kind of a uh, gaslighting happens in a more hostile environment when you're dealing with these kind of a people. But um, sometimes what I what I call the, what I explained earlier about the scapegoat, the scapegoats are usually become very codependent type of people. And they also tend to attract narcissists. And um, sociopaths and psychopaths anyway. So a lot of the time the scapegoat is going to be dealing with the, the, this, the kind of a gaslighting that I just explained. And the more overt um, gaslighting that I'm going to explain in a little while. So these other two types of gaslighting, these are not the only uh, two or three in this podcast that I'm speaking of. These are not the only kinds of gaslighting. These are just the ones that um, I'm talking about in this podcast. But um, then... What the more this this one I'm about to explain is a more narcissistic type. Um, when you're dealing with a narcissistic type of person, or a sociopath, or a psychopath, or somebody who's just highly narcissistic, because not everybody who is narcissistic is a full blown narcissist. Now, when you're dealing with this person. They, this this this, this particular um, kind of a gaslighting is a type where they're telling you something that is a lie to your face. Okay, so both of you guys know it's a lie, but they're telling it to your face. This is a very sickening type and a very psychotic type. And whenever you're dealing with that kind of a person... You know you're dealing with a more, a more sociopathic type of a person, right? So they're telling you that you did something or said something that you know you didn't do, and they know you didn't do. This is sick. It's like they're 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 sitting there with you, telling you that you did something. That you know it's a lie. They know it's a lie, but it's a way for them to they want you to be the bad person they want you to be wrong they want to to paint a picture of you this this is when you're dealing with a person who is most of the time they want to be the more either they're trying to be the better one or the more moral type of person and so what they do is they're, they're, they 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 do this to you to try to convince themselves that they're better than you Um, I'm sure there's other reasons I just can't think of it right now and so they want to convince you that you did or said something that you didn't do or say because you know they want to convince themselves and they want to um, to to manipulate your reality to make you wonder, is it true? And and for you to own the lie. And and when they do that, it's quite effective, you know. Because this is one of the more, the most, um, one of the most um, known and 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 popular types of. I don't know. If popular is a word. I just can't think of. My vocabulary gets so weird when I I start to speak um, in public or start to make podcasts or whatever. So they want you to question your reality. They want you to feel like what they're saying about you is true. And they want you to own it. And feel like you're crazy. And to feel like you're the liar. So those are more reasons why they do it. It's a very sickening type. If you find yourself dealing with this type of person, you want to get from around them. Do what you need to do to leave the situation. Because this is a psychotic type of person. And... The second type is one that is very similar to this, but the difference between this one and, and the previous one I just explained is that this one most times will involve other people, meaning there's other people sitting around watching the argument, watching the exchange. And so they start to lie and tell you a lie that you know is a lie and they know is a lie in front of these people. Because they want to get these people on their side. There's a, this is a very dangerous... This is a very sick, dangerous one. It's disgusting. They want these people to see you as the bad guy. For a few reasons. Okay? Because they want to, to be the good guy. And they want um, to hide the fact that they're abusing you. And even in that very moment that what they're doing to you is abuse. Okay? So they're trying to to hide those things. They're trying to hide the truth of those things. And so another reason why they would be doing that is that they want to 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 make it seem like you're the bad guy, and anything they do to you in the future, or anything that they that they see you do, see them that other the, the other people see them doing to you, will be justified because if they if they say that you did something horrible and they're telling it to your face which you know is a lie and they know is a lie and other people are sitting around it becomes true because in in these other people's mind they're going to be like well why would this person why will this person say these things in front of you in front of themselves and in front of us if it's a lie and it's a very effective kind of a manipulation it's a very effective um deception, and you know it's it's i cannot find the word it, it it really messes with your brain it really causes you to feel like you're going insane. It's very sick a sick very sick, deeply sick kind of a emotional abuse and people when people live with kind the kind of people the kind of narcissistic people that that um that practices this kind of a gaslighting often sometimes these people they go they they go crazy they literally start to go crazy because what they're telling you that they're telling you and themselves and other people that that your reality is not your reality what you see and what you said and what you are and what you did is not what happened. And most of these, most of the time when you're doing they, they, These type of people, they really... Most of the time they have something to hide. They're hiding their own darkness. They're trying to create a dark air around you. And they want other people to see it. To hide their darkness. To hide the fact that they're abusing you. Most of the time they do a lot of lying... Behind your back, they tell they, because they tell other people behind your back that you're a horrible person. Most of the time, the things that they say that you're doing that is horrible are not true. But they have to do this, they have to make people believe that you're a horrible person because it's everything they and sometimes the things that they're saying that you did are the actual things that they're doing to you, and you're not doing any of these things at all. They're actually doing these things to you. It's like if a person um, take a ba- you know, takes a, a, a baseball bat and, and 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 clunks somebody in the head with it and clunks you in the head with it, right? And run away. And then they run away and say that, Oh my god, I was just clunked in the head by this person. So you they, they just hit you and they just hurt you physically and um, harmed you physically. And then they said that, no, it was them that got harmed. Okay? And sometimes in very, in very, um, sometimes in these environments, you'll find the, the kind of a and, and and narcissistic people that will definitely harm themselves and say that you harmed them. That's another kind of a uh, uh, related gaslighting to, to this type that I'm, I'm talking about now. And, um, me personally, um, I've been, I've, I've been dealing with family members and still dealing with family members who have been doing this to me. It's, it's just a horrible, it's a horrible, horrible situation. they're trying to justify abusing you by getting people believe that you're a horrible person and for to make people believe that they're they're the good and they're the good person and sometimes they're the victims just like i just explained you know if you hit somebody in the bat if they hit you in the in the head with a baseball bat and run out run and run off and say that you hit them they're trying to make themselves look like they're the victim and and they're the good ones meanwhile they're the ones doing those very things to you okay when you're dealing with this type of person you're dealing with somebody who is trying to destroy you and trying to control you it's a kind of a, a, a mind control okay they're trying to they're trying to keep you trapped in their in the pain okay because if other people see you If other people believe that you're a bad person based on what they say, then nobody's gonna try to help you to get out of the 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 abuse that 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 you're you're the one who is actually the victim. Nobody's gonna try to help you out of it because, as far as they're concerned, you're deserving of it. You deserve it because you are the actual um, you're the actual abuser. Okay, you are the crazy person when really you are the victim. And this person, I, I cannot begin to tell you how disgusting this is. Most of the time when you, when, when you encounter this type of person, you're dealing with a ripe, a thorough, a ripe, an entire sociopath, psychopath. And you need to run for the hills because these are the kind of people. These are the kind of people they will go to any length. They will just do just about anything. I mean, just about anything. They will kill you. Okay, to get their way. They'll do anything to get their, their way there is no measure to the length of which they will go to get their way. So you need to run for the hills. You need to. Thank you guys for listening. Every day I work on improving... um, my podcast, and I look forward to create to be creating more content for you. And I ask that you just be patient with me, and um, it will become more consistent, and very soon. Thank you.